Hey, everybody. Thanks very much for swinging by and checking out Todd Versation Prevent Todd's Bits. We are really thrilled with our guest today. Very exciting subject. Love technology. Love talking about it. Love ag technology. Please give it up for Mark Campbell, CEO of Produce IQ. Welcome, Mark. Hey, Todd. Nice to meet you. And thanks for having me on. Absolutely a pleasure for, to have you here, sir. I, I'm excited about, uh, as I said, ag technology. I'm a big, I, I just think it's such a great conversation to have about improving our food supply, improving how we deliver food, the whys, the hows, the who's, the where's, the what's about food. And I think when technology gets into play, I think it's a fascinating conversation because we got to feed a lot of people. And you guys are providing a solution out there to that. And um, I just thought it was really worthy to hang out with you a little bit today and, and share what Produce IQ is all about. Um, and give some insight to everybody what you guys are doing. So I'm going to shut the hell up and ask a question and let you talk because nobody gives a rip what I have to say anyways. They really care about you. So tell me a little bit about the journey to this point with Produce IQ. Sure. Awesome. Thanks, Todd. Yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm not a technologist. I've uh, started a technology company, but my background is in finance dominantly and then in the agri agriculture and the produce industry. So I've done mostly CFO work, uh, uh, both I was the CFO for J&J &J Family of Farms for seven years. Oh, yeah, right and, on. And then for about 10 different grower and shippers and distributors uh, as a consultant CFO. And so I, need, I saw the need across the board for some type of a central marketplace, right. an, an additional channel, a way that, a, another way that people could communicate online. Uh, find transactions, whether they're long product or short product or want to meet new relationships, uh, get better exposure, all those sure. things. And then, of course, when COVID happened, it became quite a catalyst and it really highlighted all the problems that were already existing in regard to access and other things. And, you know, such a shame to see, you know, millions of pounds of produce being thrown away um, right. because people didn't have when the government shut down food service. And um, people were relying upon that sector and, and unable to switch um, to the yeah. retail and, and other buyers. Yeah, no, I mean, I talk about a crazy time, talking about people that were just like waking up one day thinking it's Tuesday and finishing the day going, I just lost millions of dollars. Um, it, that was tough. I mean, it was tough to be a part of. I mean, I know you saw it. I saw it. Uh, it. That was quite a shock. I think that was probably amongst everything that happened during that time, the way the food system kind of just flipped over was was really tough to watch no doubt about it because so many people were affected i love the fact that you've got this platform going right and, and you know you're creating something uh, out there that is empowering people and empowering produce buyers and growers um, to trade with you know greater access greater efficiency so give us a little background tell us you know the, the, the 101 what is produce iq and really how does it work sure sure so we're a marketplace and that means different things to different people. Practically speaking, what we're doing is um, we, we have a, a spot market. So mm -hmm. if people are, are long product today that they need to move, um, there's buyers who are looking for opportunities or bargains or value. There's buyers who are short product that they really need. And it's, it's a different situation or scenario. There's people who, retailers who want more ad prices, and ultimately, people want to enter more programs, and so we're, sure. we're working extensively on developing smart, you know, smarter tools that help people enter smarter contracts and programs. I love it. I mean, it, you know, you're simplifying uh, 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 the process that's been around a lot. You know, back back in the day, it was phone calls only, right? There wasn't even fax machines. I can recall. I go that I'm that old, right? I'm back in the Flintstone era. 
But, you know, it's amazing how this process works and, and to see technology drive efficiency in the thing, that's not a bad thing. You know, so you're tackling a variety of problems, right? Whether it be, you know, food waste is certainly one I can throw out really easily, um, you know, which I think is some of the reasons why Produce IQ has this runway that it's seeing of success. But why is all that important though? Yeah, good question. And I think- the I try, market, you know, I try, I try for good questions. I do, I swear to God, I try. Well, I got ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, so food waste is is obviously a bad thing for everybody. You know, the 100%. amount of energy, uh, money that gets put, somebody's incurring those costs. And then ultimately it's causing the consumer to pay more and eat eat less you know, healthy vegetables, which is, and, and fruit, which is our goal. 100%. Uh, so it's a problem worth solving. And when you look at the supply chain, I would argue that, and, and people are doing the actual math, so I don't have to argue about it. We could get the facts, no. but a, a large source of that is uh, at the farm level, whether it's unharvested crops because market prices were too low, or it's product that was graded out because it didn't have a proper market for it. And I would suggest that those are largely market issues, mm -hmm. which can be solved with improvements to how we buy and sell produce, particularly programs and planning. Right. So we're, I mentioned the program builder already, and we think it's important generally that people enter more floating price contracts and other contracts that will allow farmers to plant for a known customer like sort of the days back of just wildcatting it and planting and then hoping that you sell it in the spot market are, are ending, but also cause a lot of that price volatility. It's for it's sure. Where, it's where you find um, less discipline and, um, and, and, and really hurt everybody. So to the extent that there's more coordination, cooperation and advanced planning, not just, you know, days in advance, but months in advance, it, you will see significant progress. Yeah, well, you know, you're 100% right when it comes to growers can't afford to take a risk anymore, right? I mean, you know, the old adage nowadays here in California, you plant a cover crop, you turn the water on, you're losing money on your cover crop because you just ran the water, right? I mean, it's becoming very, very hard. So these growers need tools and they need to work with buyers. They need to work with people with tools just like this that are going to help win the day. They're going to help drive positivity and conversation and that perhaps aren't happening today. And, and, you know, because produce is a global business. I mean, you know, this, this, you've got, you've got product coming from all over the place now. And it's, a, you know, it's, it's that proverbial Ouija board. You're moving it around trying to figure out where everything's at. It's a challenge. So I guess my next question would be, and I think you, you touched on it a little bit, but I want to get deeper into it. It's like, oh, you know, why'd you build this? Mm -hmm. You know, Don, there's four, four general problems that people solve. Okay. One is the, on the supply side, they care most about access. They're looking yeah. for more opportunities. They want to find more POs. Mm -hmm. On the, the buy side, what you'll find, they care a lot about time. You know, they have a lot of the buying power and control and they are, they run lean teams and they buy large volume and they just don't have the time to effectively deal with lots of phone calls to lots of different growers and shippers and find sure. So we're, we're developing some really exciting tools to help help buyers with that with that issue. And then both parties care about finding a fair price um, and, and, and an optimal price and, and moving the produce and, and care about information as, as the last thing. And this industry is uh, not very transparent. 
um, compared to other uh, agricultural uh, commodity and then and then other markets in general? Yeah, no, you, you make time is a huge thing. And when you think about the way that in the retail sector today, you, you may have a buyer that's buying 180, 200 different items in the course of a week. I mean, and you got, you know, uh, take salads. How many SKUs are under a salad SKU, right? I mean, there's 30. I don't know. It's a lot. So I could see where time management is something that these guys have got to lean into because, you know, as people try to improve their, their produce departments, they try to bring in new items, new varieties, all these other things. To your point, that takes time. That takes energy. And trying to find that conduit that helps, you know, eliminate, to your point, how many phone calls can you possibly take? Um, because it just... It's not that I don't think buyers don't want to take the phone calls. It just becomes a matter of they can't. And so this tool actually allows them some flexibility to actually deep dive some of these things a little bit too, which I think is kind of cool. I really do. So let's kind of get into the marketplace a little bit about Produce IQ, you know, kind of the, the who, what, where, et cetera. So you go on there, you go on the app, you check it out. you got a price up on the screen. I, you know, we can call it widgets. It doesn't matter. Um, but who sets the price on the screen? How does that get determined? Sure. So it's a two-sided marketplace and the, the buyers and the suppliers are the ones who are negotiating directly. So we're, mm -hmm. we're just a platform hosting to allow additional conversations. So uh, as an additional means to communicate, whether sure. uh, even through instant messaging now on the platform and the, cool. the function with chat. Uh, we, so it's, it's adding quicker ways for people to connect. Um, and we're facilitating that. So the other aspect, it, you know, we launched initially as a spot market. Technology companies evolve and they go in phases. And that right. really was our first phase, which is kind of a simple phase. But as a percentage of total produce traded, it's relatively small. Now, there's a real need there that, that we're matching. Uh, but our tools are also going to include, as I mentioned, the programs and then stores where it's an online type store concept where growers will be able to present their brand, be very brand forward, tell their story, provide food safety information, know your farmer sales sheets, right. other types of information in a private uh, setting that they can designate and share with specific buyers um, what they're doing in a way that a buyer can digest it comfortably in a central across a lot of different stores. Right. Um, and so we're, we're doing kind of with those three types of platforms, believe that we're encompassing all the ways that produce could be traded. You know, I'm sure there, there are things more evolved, but it's, it would encompass a large percentage of the industry of what can be done. Right. I dig it. So competition's a big deal, right? In, in, at the retail level, right? No, you know, if somebody's 79, somebody's got to figure out how to be 78, right? I mean, it, it, it is that, it is that world in which unfortunately we live in, in a lot of ways. So how do buyers know um, that the price up there is the right price? I mean, how do you, you know, how do they determine that? Yeah. So, I mean, there's some competitive uh, app element to the, mm -hmm. to the platform. And there's also a lot of information provided in sure. the platform. So buyers have access to know uh, USDA information readily accessible. And we'll have it developed so that they can comparison shop across um stores and platforms and others. And then also if they wanted to run mini RFP processes or other types of um, kind of like really efficient ways to 
get get quoted right uh, the platform allows for that oh cool all right so so where do you get your data at this point now for the price index when you're doing that yeah so we developed the price index about a year ago to tell a story um uh, from a 10,000, 20,000 square foot view that really isn't being told if we look at tons of data. Now, the data for the index is USDA data. Uh, we have a robust mathematical way to sort of determine what's fair and representative for those sure. categories. But it, it really has been interesting and eye-opening to see that, you know, the real differences ongoing category by category Within the fresh produce industry, roll that up to just say what? How is the industry doing as a whole? Right. How much volume is it moving? What are its prices at? And what's the story for the industry? Uh, so we wanted a way to talk about it that we hadn't seen anyone uh, develop yet. Yeah, I would imagine that that you know I think you touched on people get a little bit bogged down sometimes, and data become can really become very overwhelming. Right. I mean, if you take a look at the amount of data that is being sucked out of your phone without you even knowing on a daily basis, it is mind boggling. Right. And I think that that's so when I think about the purpose of this. And I guess I'm kind of frame up this question, I guess, using the word purpose, because it's one of my most favorite words. But, you know, ultimately, what is its purpose? I mean, it, it, it's it's really about winning the day. I think for all parties involved, and I want to answer the question for you, but that's kind of how I make how it makes me feel when I dive in and, and, you know, and kind of see what this is all about. Yeah. I, you know, I think that the, you know, the purpose ultimately is to make better decisions and for people to understand what they're doing in the industry. And it also helps you understand the other side, right? And if you're being told a story by, you know, in those one-to-one -one phone calls that you have some other way to corroborate it, um, right. it helps uh, people who are new to the produce industry explain how a category moves and what's impacting that category. You know, when there's a weather event or some other event, it, it, it impacts different categories in different ways um, and, and help explain price volatility. So we think there's a ton of information there that we've crystallized to right. a relatively simple data point that you can talk about as opposed to trying to splice through. I mean, because what's rolling up into the index is millions of data points, right? Yeah. All the variety, you know, varieties and are they consistent and quality and great, all the attributes that you would have for a produce that's sold. What region was it sold in? Um, you know, FOB, delivery, and all those things. With that, we're going to be able to begin to make better, help people make better decisions. We'll be developing you know, sort of destination index and then tie in freight. You could understand arbitrage situations, you know, our destination markets mispriced relative to FOB markets. Mm -hmm. um, those things are be really helpful uh, for the bigger picture so that if people have the right price, they can move the right level of produce. Right. Do you guys play around with the weather? I know. I mean, I know. See, sometimes you're, you're up on like LinkedIn or whatever, and you've got stuff out of like all of a sudden, hey, comes this hurricane, kids. You all better pay attention. I mean, how much do you guys play with that into the into the, uh, the yeah cauldron we, of information? Right, right, right. It's on our roadmap to integrate on our platform. Um, we're we're doing it off platform now, but yes, I mean, weather's such a big part of what's sure. happening in supply. You, for for me, most of the price volatility 
have demand is relatively constant. I, I get that holidays and Absolutely. certain polls, but it's relatively constant. I mean, humans are eating about the same amount of vegetables and, and produce. But what happens mostly is that the supply side is highly volatile, where they either have overplanted, they're coming on top of each other, they're in a transition and a gap. There was a there was a weather event knocking out a crop, impacting yields, disease. And so much of the story and explaining the produce industry, I think is a supply side story. Yeah. Uh, and, and so weather's a huge part of that. Um, and what, what, where we're going with this, you know, when you think about a few years down the road or what's next is um, we want both sides, suppliers and buyers to have a, call it a dashboard, right? right. Think about a Bloomberg terminal or something where all, everything's at their fingertips, whether sure. to, to make good decisions. They have weather, they have uh, transportation, logistics. They, they know uh, the spot market versus their programs and they can make better decisions. So we'll continue to launch new tools to sort of get to that goal that uh, allows for a transparent and efficient industry. Well, I, you know, evolution tech, tech, if there's one thing about the tech business, it's constantly evolving. And I know that you guys are about that too, which is, you know, one of the reasons I was kind of like, Hey, let's chat for a bit, because I think there's, you know, there's so much merit involved in what you guys are doing. And, you know, I, I think you guys provide a voice in some ways, even though it's all kind of uh, anonymous, how it all plays itself out. But it, you guys are putting a voice out there that perhaps a grower doesn't necessarily get, maybe a retailer doesn't get to hear. Maybe it's a thought into a retailer's day that, you know, their workload wouldn't allow them to actually see because, you know, they, they're, they're, functioning, they're functioning every day with those blinders on because they have 200 commodities coming at them. So I appreciate the fact that you guys are, you know, taking the risk and stepping up and building a company. I mean, let's be fair, taking the risk to build a company um, that's looking to, to make improvements out there, right? And, and drive positive costs into food and, and look at, at ways of, of improving our supply side. And again, you go back to just saying the word food waste alone changes kind of that whole uh, dialogue about, you know, what you guys are doing, because it is a really big part of it and getting that under control and getting that, you know, in, in a better mindset is something that I think we all have to be cognizant of, especially with all the, you know, billions and billions of people plus the aliens coming. Right. So, yeah. And, and, and personally for, for, you know, one of my sort of heart or missions is also, you know, people use the word sustainability a lot, um, but they forget about the sustain the economic sustainability, particularly of small and medium-sized growers. Yeah. Uh, where there's, as you mentioned about all the costs increases, most of those are fixed costs generally, mm -hmm. food safety, um, outbreak, you know, and all the the bureaucracy that goes with sure. with business. And so it makes it really hard for the small and medium-sized growers to operate in this world. And uh, we want to try to give them access to the top quality customers as well in a streamlined way and make them economically sustainable. I love it. I'm, I mean, I love it. I think that's great. So produceiq.com, the website, right? And you know what the root word is of IQ? You probably don't know this. I'm gonna tell a stump. You know what the root word is of IQ? It's Todd. In case you wanted to know, tell your friends, it'll get you a drink in a bar, guarantee it every time. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that, Todd. Well, I just, you know, it just hit me like that. I don't know, I just decided to throw it out though. Anyways, I appreciate you coming on and sharing, you know, what you guys are doing in your journey, because I think it's really cool. And I hope people will, you know, dive in a little bit and see what you're about and uh, throw some love your way. And um, 
you know, and, and realize that uh, technology, you know, for the things that we hate about technology and everybody's got their quirks and quirks, there's a lot of really positive things that technology is doing for us to make this a better planet. And I think this is one of those one of those tools that's out there. So I appreciate you, you know, hanging out with me for a little bit on Todd Bits and just sharing your story. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. My pleasure, brother. Anytime. Come back. Come back. And let's update. If you get your dashboard, let's keep people you know, filled in. We, you know, let's keep talking to them. I think it'd be wonderful. So please open invitation to return. Sounds like a plan. Cool. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us this time on Todd Bits. We appreciate you very much. Remember, go inspire somebody today. It's really important. It's not hard to do. So uh, we'll see you on Todd Versations. We'll see you back with another Todd Bit coming up. Take care and thanks again. Take care.